The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It's time to stop focusing on business problems and start focusing on the growth and leadership of your business. Welcome to The Business Edge with your host, Marsha Zeidel. Learn to create a growth agenda to get your business on the right track and keep it there. Rev up your growth engine with exceptional talent and develop the right kind of leadership to move it forward fast. Now, here is Marsha Zeidel. Welcome to The Business Edge, giving practical advice to entrepreneurs and business leaders and how to take your company, firm, or practice to that next level with less stress and more success. In other words, how to take the growing pains out of growth. I'm Marcia Zidal, your Smart Moves Coach, getting you on the right track, keeping you on the right track, and making sure you don't get sidetracked in your drive for purpose, performance, and profitability. Now, a quick Smart Moves treat. It's time for Marsha's Musings, a tasty morsel of wisdom and wit to take the growing pains out of growth. Listeners, how do you avoid business and buyer's remorse? Like any major decision, such as purchasing a new house or a new car, new hires are looking for assurance to this big question. Did I make the right choice? Let them know from day one that they did. In your orientation or onboarding program, make sure you provide these three things. If you do, you will make a great first impression that lasts. So, the first thing to provide is tools to celebrate new hires. Realize the first day, week, and month are crucial in getting a new hire signed on to the company's mission and committed to the job. To help new hires feel welcome and important, here are some things you can do. For example, have a surprise welcome party in the employee's work area with coffee and pastry or arrange a potluck lunch. Or encourage the CEO, general manager, or department head to make a glad you're aboard phone call or send a welcome email. Or take a team picture and have it signed by all or put the new hire's picture on the company website or in the newsletter. Second, provide tools to jumpstart productivity. Many workers encounter delays and frustrations in feeling useful and productive. To get them up to speed fast, have someone show the new hire around. Location of supplies, copier, restrooms, coffee machines, lunch places, phone systems, expense account procedures, and so on. Also, make sure the new hire has all the needed information and resources from day one. Passwords, telephone numbers, email addresses, furniture, computers, and tools. And have their manager set a schedule uh, so that they can have time during the first week 
to go over expectations, assignments, roles in the department, etc. And third, provide them with tools to make them part of the team, which I think is one of the most important things. Quickly assimilating and developing new hires into productive employees can make a significant contribution to your group, team, or department. Therefore, assign a buddy so they can ask stupid questions and learn how things are done around here. Have a short team building activity so that the new hire gets to know team members and what they do. And finally, make sure the rest of the team is open, friendly, and cooperative, especially if the new hire is taking a team member's place. So here's your smart moves tip. The good news is that an employee orientation and onboarding program offers an opportunity to build a lasting impression of the new company. The bad news is that it is going to happen whether you plan it or not. Isn't it better to plan the new hire's impressions than to have it happen haphazardly? Listeners, are you spending your time wisely? The effective manager will help you build the skills to lead right, hire right, motivate right, get the right results. Get the effective manager by contacting me at Marcia, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com or call 972 972- You're listening to Marsha Zidle, the Smart Moves Coach, making sure you're on the right track and not getting sidetracked in your drive for high performance and profitability. Listeners, my guest today is Mesa Hawash, National Manager for Drake's Talent Management Solutions. Mesa is an accomplished and innovative leader with years of experience in human resource management, operations, and business development, and, of course, leadership development. Her topic is, what got you here won't get you there. If you're a small to medium-sized enterprise, or what is called an SME, you know retaining and developing talent has become a big challenge. You don't have the luxury of a big company with deep bench strength. You must utilize the talent you have to the fullest. Mesa will show us how to do just that by giving best practices around onboarding, which I've talked about in my musing, as well as on leadership development and succession planning. Welcome, Mesa. It's a delight to have you on the show. Thank you so much for having me. Well, let's get right into it. Um, What role do... SMEs, or what we is known as small to medium enterprises, play in today's economy, and why are they so significant? The SMEs, actually, they, they, you can easily say that the SMEs are the backbone of the economy, you know, in the North, in North America, for sure, in the U.S. Um, they, they contribute up to 85% of the jobs, at least. Uh, so, you know, you can look at the biggest drivers of the U.S. economy as being the small and mid-sized businesses. Um, the other very important point is that a lot of the innovation in the industry comes currently from small and mid-sized businesses. You have a lot of entrepreneurs with great ideas, 
And, and that innovation is very, very important in uh, driving the economy. So there, there has to be a lot of focus on that uh, market segment and, you know, a lot of support to grow uh, the SMEs into larger enterprise to contribute even more substantially to the economy, to creating jobs and to the stability of the economy as a whole. So it is a very important sector. And I totally agree. I think in the past we've put a lot of emphasis on the big corporations. And really, in today's economy, as you said, it's the small to medium size that are um, really going to grow the economy uh, within the their region and within their country. So um, let's look at the you know a little more about SMEs. Uh, what's unique about the culture? Um, First, and then second, uh, how do they impact the development of human capital? So let's get into, we all know the culture of big companies, but is that is the culture of SMEs different than the culture of big companies? Absolutely, 100%. You know, a small business is usually um, an organization that is very entrepreneurial in nature. So what you see is, as I mentioned earlier, a lot of innovation, a lot of thinking outside the box. At the same time, uh, there is a huge lack of structure. So what you see in larger corporations, that structure, that process, that system, you're not necessarily going to find the same thing in that um, a small uh, or mid-sized even culture. So there's a lot of, uh, you know, um, ad hoc uh, processes that are created to solve business problems, but they're not necessarily repeatable, and there's a, a huge lack of structure. In, in, a, in a way, that's a huge benefit to the SME because that drives a lot of the innovation and the collaboration. At the same time, that can turn into risk uh, for future growth. So, um, you know, being mindful of that uniqueness in the small uh, business world is, is very important when, um, you know, you're looking at all of the human capital processes and what the impact is on the individual's contributions and success. Um, so, um, you know, working for an SME is a completely different experience um, culturally than working for an organization that is huge. Um, and some of the benefits is, is that you really do have the ability to influence a lot um, as an individual in a small organization as opposed to being part of a massive organization. Obviously, there's a big, a big difference. Right. And, you know, I've, I've referred to it uh, as going um, the small to medium-sized startups and, and enterprises. It's like uh, they're doing it from the seat of the pants, you know, whatever Absolutely. works. Absolutely. Absolutely. And now I think you're trying to uh, focus them on what I term I use is feet on the ground with, with processes and procedures. And yet, at the same time, if they've come from corporate America, they've gotten um, um, disillusioned with all the, 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 the structure. So, how, you know, it's a fine line, I would imagine, helping them yeah. move forward, but not overwhelming them. Does that absolutely? Um, You're absolutely right, Marcia. I think you you wanna you wanna encourage that entrepreneurial spirit. You wanna encourage the ability to change and challenge the status quo, and to create processes that are relevant. At the same time. We all know that to grow sustainably, that you need some sort of an infrastructure to propel that growth, uh, whether it's systems and procedures, whether it's compliancy with the law, <laughs> something as, as <laughs> critical as that. You want to be, you know, you want to make sure that you have some sort of a, a framework for success. 
So you're right, you know, working with SMEs and, and um, you know, in my role, we work a lot with, with that uh, market segment because it's, it's hugely underserviced and deserves a lot of attention. It's a very unique experience and it's, um, it's, it's that ability to balance between uh, driving innovation and driving change at the same time creating an infrastructure that is really important to sustain that growth. So you want to cover your basics, you want to cover your... Uh, your compliance, you want to cover your your uh, some certain certain processes around uh, onboarding your talent, about uh, communicating effectively and uh, driving um, that growth culture, um, and you want to be able to repeat what works, right? So you know when you find something that works, you want to be able to create a system that continues to repeat that success almost predictably. Well, you know, Mesa, this is a good uh, a stopping point because it's time for a short break on the Business Edge. This is Marcia Zidle, the Smart Moves Coach. And when we return, my guest, Mesa Hogwash, will give us further insights on how to utilize your talents to the fullest, especially if you're an SME. Stay tuned. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. There's a saying, if you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always gotten. Are you satisfied with what you're getting? Are you ready to get something different? To get the business edge, bring Marsha Zidle, the Smart Moves author and professional speaker, to your next meeting, conference, or retreat. What you get is more than just stories and motivation. Marsha delivers big ideas with big impact to fast-track your business and your leadership. Schedule your next keynote or presentation now at Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Where will your business be five years from now? Will you be soaring or just getting by? Of course you want to grow and prosper, but with growth comes bigger headaches. More hiring, more capital, more customers to satisfy, more plates to juggle, more stress, and more demands on your time. Yes, there is a solution. It's the Smart Growth System, created by Marsha Zidle, executive coach to business leaders. It will give you the tools to take the growing pains out of growth. Get a free consultation and assessment from Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. The business community's first choice in Internet Talk Radio, Voice America Business Network. You are tuned into The Business Edge with Marsha Zidle. To reach Marsha or her guests on today's show, please call 1 866 472 5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also send us an email to Marsha at smartmovescoach.com. Now, back to The Business Edge. Welcome back to The Business Edge. This is Marsha Zido, your Smart Moves Coach. My guest 
today is Mesa Hawash. She's a National Manager for Drake Talent Management Solutions. And before the break, she was talking about what's unique about the culture of SMEs and really contrasted that with the corporate culture. And so now let's do a little deeper dive and say, you know, uh, how does this impact the development of human capital when you, in terms of, you know, if it's a, if it's an SME culture and it's different, what's the impact? So t- tell us a little more about that, Mesa. Absolutely. I think, you know, what's really unique about the development side of things is that the experience of working for an SME is going to be completely different from working with a larger corporation. So, you know, part of the, the process of being successful is, um, is, is understanding that, you know, uh, because the SME um, is led usually by a, a visionary entrepreneur who knows exactly what the vision is and they, they have a great process, they have a great business mindset, it doesn't necessarily translate into systems and processes. Just because somebody knows how to, you know, take the business to a certain level, it doesn't necessarily mean that they're, they're, they're equipped to grow it um, exponentially to the next level. So that's one thing to take into account when, you know, when you're dealing with, with growing your business through people. Um, so um, the one thing I would, I would say is, is um, you know, uh, as, a, as a leader of an SME, as a, as a driver of growth for an SME, is to really think of, uh, you know, future growth plans and what that translates into the type of people that you want to attract and the experience that you want to create. Because, again, uh, working for an SME can be a thrilling experience for a lot of us, but for some people it could be frustrating because that lack of structure can really um, impact somebody's ability to work um, in that environment. So, you know, being mindful and understanding what does it take for somebody to be successful in that, you know, environment and making sure that you create an experience that is supportive for learning and growth and supportive of performance is going to be critical when you're dealing with development of human capital. Right. And... um um, I would imagine just because you've had a lot of experience and I've had a lot of experience in working with SMEs and I, I, a thought came to my mind is one of the issues is not only the, uh, the to look at the people who are going to grow your company and to make sure you have that, that experience, the right experience for them, but what about the people who started with the company? Sometimes they're not able to grow with the company. Have you had that? Have you seen that? Or what do you do about yeah. that? Yeah, you know what? I think it's a very classic problem. You know, when you know you, you start a company with a, a team that is as a very tightly uh, knit, they're very close together, they share the same vision, and you know, when it comes to growing that business and translating that vision to the next generation and the next generation. Somehow there's a big disconnect, and that typically is two things: it's communication and leadership. Uh, and and the leadership, you know, in, in terms of um, what I mean is, it's really about uh, being able to translate that yeah business concept to uh, work and process and operations and and the entire uh, you know organizational aspect of things. So you know that entire team needs to really evolve um, their leadership skills, their communication skills, and all, almost the operational uh, side of things to be able to drive that future success. So you're right, sometimes that, um, you know, that first uh, team can be, uh, you know, a cause to, um, to hinder the growth of the, the organization if they're not able to um, develop their own skills as leaders for growth. 
Right. And so, you know, you've talked a bit about, uh, quite a bit about the impact on the development of human capital. Is there any more you would like to say about that before we get to that next question, which is the critical issues facing SMEs today? So anything more about the impact on human capital? Sure. I mean, you know, back to that, um, creating that unique experience and making sure that experience is rewarding for everybody, um, you know, and, and, and I think, uh, Marsha, you, you spoke about it uh, earlier in your onboarding segment. I think it's, it's that onboarding experience is huge because this is where you create that long-lasting experience for your employees. And I think um, making sure that uh, that experience is consistently positive and you're really setting your people up for success. Um, because the cost of losing people in the first year, especially for an SME, is, is hugely um, expensive, right? So the impact is going to be uh, uh, millions of dollars uh, for a business if you continue to lose people during the first year. And we find that a lot working with SMEs is that the majority of that turnover happens within the first year, which basically means that you have two things. You have a leadership problem and an onboarding problem. So, you know, an onboarding, I'm not talking necessarily um, simply about the administration things, you know, giving them the paperwork and, and all those things and, and setting them up with a computer, but really creating a very unique experience where people see uh, that they can fit into the culture, that they can relate to the culture, and they know how to contribute to that to the organizational objective. Um, and then obviously leadership will have to support all those uh, components Right. So it's not like the old, you know, uh, employee orientations that have got, you know, sit down, read the manual, uh, uh, sign these papers, um, and now you're, you're part of the organization. You're talking about a lot more kinds of things that will educate the person in terms of the, uh, the culture, how they fit in, what does success look like. And it does. It takes leadership, it takes communication, and it takes time. Um, so I th- I'm really glad that you brought that, that uh, point up. Um, now let's uh, move on to some other things, you know, you, because you have such an expertise in SMEs. Um, what are some of the most critical issues facing them today? Obviously, you talked about human capital. Would you like to talk a little more about that or add some other things that uh, they're facing? Um, you know, when we work with SMEs, we find often that they, they face a, a, a very diverse set of issues. But some of the biggest issues that an SME faces today is, is, is a few things, you know, the ability to attract the right talent and that vicious circle of, um, you know, not having uh, the right tools to attract the right people and not having the right tools to retain the right people. So that, that vicious circle can really impact um, success of an organization in a big way. Um, and it's almost like a disconnect between supply and demand. Um, so, you know, in a way, um, the SMEs, sometimes they don't even know uh, how to, uh, you know, um, define what makes somebody successful and how to really identify those things that they need um, for, for that particular role. So they end up uh, attracting the, right, the wrong people for the job and then obviously uh, hiring the wrong people and then losing them uh, very, very, um, you know, shortly after. So, um, you know, when it comes to the recruitment and onboarding process, I think there's a lot of uh, skill, uh, skills that need to, to be um, incorporated into the SMEs to really um, bring in the talent that's going to help them grow uh, their business. And, you know, when I say find the right talent, 
obviously you can find the right talent technically it's not as difficult but when it comes to the actual cultural fit and looking for those competencies that are a little bit more subtle um, than a technical uh, basically a technical skill then uh, there's a big a big disconnect there so those are the things that we find um, really impact um, SMEs today and then obviously uh, the fact that you have um, very little infrastructure very little support um, for um, you know doing what larger organizations do in terms of the development piece. Um, and, uh, you know, you don't have to complicate things too much for an SME. Things have to be simple, but at the same time, employees need to feel that they are part of a, you know, a progression process, part of a, a journey that's going to help them get new skills, um, have a great experience, and enjoy a culture that is really uh, supportive for them. Well, you know, let's get down a little more uh, uh, deeper diving and, and maybe some, um, some examples. For You know, you say, and I totally agree, that you need to find the right person to fit the culture. So if a company comes to you, to Drake, and says, how do we do that? How do, you know, what would be some of the things you might tell them on how to, mm-hmm. find, how to make sure you're getting the right fit? Absolutely. That's a great question, Marsha. Um, so one of our, you know, uh, the, the approaches that we take is to really identify what we call the blueprint for success. And that includes a, a couple of things. Obviously, you want to look at the skills and, and the experience. That's great. But we, we take a very uh, scientific approach to understanding behavioral competencies. So we build benchmarks based on, you know, what makes somebody successful in this particular job, in this particular organization, based on what we know about their culture. So what we, we do with those organizations is we help them really match uh, their talent pool, uh, both technically and behaviorally, to um, a, a benchmark that is really um, robust. Um, and that takes into account a little bit more or actually a lot more than the technical requirements. So that would be something that we would approach. And then uh, the other thing, obviously, is to ask questions about, uh, you know, explain to us what does the success means and help the, the businesses articulate those success factors because it's not easy, right? It's not easy to say, I want somebody to do this, 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 and this, but okay, well, what makes them successful? What are the behaviors that you want them to demonstrate to be successful in that job. So, you know, helping them articulate some of that, um, you know, not necessarily straightforward stuff is, is really key in um, reducing their turnover and increasing the, the fits within uh, those uh, organizations. And then one other question to follow up, and we just have a minute or two, is, um, you know, in a big company, there's room to, to grow, to develop. So you go from one division to another, one department to another, whatever. But in a, an SME, uh, there isn't that progress, that ladder. Uh, so how does this, how do they deal with with someone who who wants to grow and develop but doesn't have positions to grow into? That's a great question, and it's a dilemma that a lot of the small businesses currently uh, face. You know, you have to make this up to this experience meaningful, whether it's providing the learning opportunities. If if you can't promote them, then allow them the ability to learn new skills. Um, that, you know, for, for the new generation is really, really um, a motivator because, we, you know, research says that new, the younger uh, professionals, they're, they're part of their um, motivational needs is to learn new skills and master new skills. So if you have the ability to put them through some sort of a, um, an experiential learning or rotational programs where they can, you know, move between the different departments, that would be, you know, uh, a very meaningful um, experience for them. 
And then obviously, um, I would, you know, even position uh, the opportunity to make a bigger impact because in a small company, you come in, uh, although you're an individual, but you have the ability to impact uh, more outcomes than if you work for, you know, um, a multinational or a huge organization because you're just going to be lost as part of a few thousands, right? So, you know, that is also meaningful for somebody who wants to leave a mark and who wants to contribute in a big way. Well, you know, I think this is a great time uh, because uh, for a break. Um, and this is uh, Marcia Zidle, your Smart Moves coach. And when we return, my guest, Mesa Hawash, will give us further insights into utilizing your talent to the fullest, especially if you're an SME, and uh, talk further about how to fully utilize your human capital. So stay tuned. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Where will your business be five years from now? Will you be soaring or just getting by? Of course you want to grow and prosper, but with growth comes bigger headaches. More hiring, more capital, more customers to satisfy, more plates to juggle, more stress, and more demands on your time. Yes, there is a solution. It's the Smart Growth System, created by Marsha Zidal, executive coach to business leaders. It will give you the tools to take the growing pains out of growth. Get a free consultation and assessment from Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. There's a saying, if you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always gotten. Are you satisfied with what you're getting? Are you ready to get something different? To get the business edge, bring Marsha Zidal, the Smart Moves author and professional speaker, to your next meeting, conference, or retreat. What you get is more than just stories and motivation. Marsha delivers big ideas with big impact to fast-track your business and your leadership. Schedule your next keynote or presentation now at Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. From the boardroom to you. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned into The Business Edge with Marsha Zidal. To reach Marsha or her guests on today's show, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also send us an email to Marsha at smartmovescoach.com. Now, back to The Business Edge. Welcome back to The Business Edge. This is Marcia Zidal, your Smart Moose Coach. My guest today is Mesa Hawash, and she's a National Manager for Drake Talent Management Solutions. And before the break, um, Mesa was giving us insights in terms of the most critical issues facing SMAs today, and now we're going to go move beyond that 
to, to this very important issue, which is in the absence of e economies of scale, what can SMEs do to attract, retain, and develop their key talent? Yeah, that's a very critical question. I think that's a question of sustainability. You know, um, the impact of uh, anything human capital in SMEs is, is that much larger uh, than a large organization. So, for example, losing talent or, uh, you know, having some engagement issues, that can actually really threaten the sustainability of an organization if you're, if you're smaller. Um, so, you know, taking that into account and um, being very mindful that, um, you, you got to be a little bit more creative because you don't have, obviously, you don't have a training department probably. You don't have a dedicated team that's going to create those systems and processes. Um, you know, what we found really works well is when small, um, you know, small organizations apply a more collaborative approach to their human capital. So whether it's, um, you know, creating collaborative teams that, um, you know, help with the training, um, you know, acquiring new skills, or creating an onboarding experience that is based on peer feedback and peer involvement and just creating stronger teams altogether. What we found that does is it helps uh, actually creating an emerging team of leaders that can help, um, you know, in the future uh, growth. So, you know, that economy of scale is such a big deal for an SME that, um, you know, all the approaches, all the skills uh, to drive, uh, you know, what we normally see driven by departments and, and larger organizations needs to be almost, um, you know, taking a, a completely different approach in the, in the SME environment. Right. And so I think one of the key uh, points that you're bringing out is that SMEs may not have a, quote, training department, okay, or an OD. Yeah department however what the so there's a that can be looked at as a disadvantage but it can be really an advantage because I think what you're saying is that it, it now is now people who work there actually you 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 get them to take on some of the roles that quote a, a human resource department or a training department may do so you may have peer coaching you may have peer onboarding you may do you know have more team building going on i would think this is a, a this is a real advantage to smes um, absolutely it is a real advantage it has to be perceived though as an advantage and i think you know um Positioning those as learning opportunities, positioning those opportunities as uh, really means to uh, become uh, more successful in the organization is going to become critical. And, uh, you know, some organizations do such a great job of creating that collaborative environment where even the role of a leader becomes totally, um, you know, blurred because you have team members who can really um, actively help on board, train, and help their peers succeed succeed. So you want to look at it from a, also from a performance management perspective. How do you manage the performance of those teams? Uh, you almost have to completely, um, not, not completely re-engineer, but you, you have to be a little bit creative in, in terms of uh, defining uh, those performance outcomes and the success factors and, and all those things and, and rewarding the behavior of, you know, supporting your peer um, and uh, helping them grow as well. Right, and I think that rewarding is one of the key points because some of the people, you know, um, uh, may see taking, taking, you know, doing training or onboarding or team building as taking on 
oh, my Lord, I have another thing on my to-do list to do, okay, versus, oh, this is an opportunity for me to grow versus uh, not an opportunity for me to grow, but I also will be rewarded for it in some way, and it will be perceived as a positive for my personal development and my leadership. So how do companies, you know, is that what companies, how do they do, how do they get people to buy into this that they may have some a little extra work to do, but that it's important? Yeah, I mean, it, it has to be part and parcel of the entire performance management process. You know, what is the expectation of a an individual contributor and how do you contribute to the success of the team? And, you know, there are ways to, to do that. Uh, but I think it all comes from having, you know, those leaders who can uh, position things positively and who have the ability to communicate consistently that this is a requirement. You know, this is how we succeed as a team. This is part of our culture, and this is the expectation. And, uh, yeah, it will be rewarded. It doesn't necessarily mean that people are going to get paid extra for it, but that behavior is actually part of, um, you know, the behavior that's going to get rewarded at the end. Um, and, you know, um, you, know you, could, you could actually put... Um, uh, some sort of uh, a KPI or a key performance indicator against some of those behavioral um, competencies around peer development and peer coaching and, and, and put it as part of their career progression if there's an opportunity to develop into leaders uh, in the future. You know, because although an SME is small now, but, you know, who, who's say that this is not going to uh, help the organization grow to um, a larger scale and create new opportunities for everybody? Right. And so one last thought before we get to the next question, which is, it seems to me that this, this philosophy needs to be uh, communicated right from the get-go. And everyone who comes on board during their onboarding, if you want to call it, understands that this is the culture. We have a culture of helping each other. We have a culture of uh, 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 helping our peers, helping whatever. Is that also a piece of it? A hundred percent. Absolutely. That has to be part of the initial experience that this is the culture. And again, people have to select whether they want to work for an organization with that culture. And you know what? And I am willing to bet that to the majority of, of good candidates are going to say, yes, I want to be part of a collaborative environment where, you know, my boss is not necessarily going to dictate my role but it's going to facilitate um, my efforts and everybody's efforts and create a team environment. And, you know, good people like to work with good people. So I don't think this is going to be perceived negatively by, um, you know, by talent that that's coming into the door. So I really see that as a huge even uh, employment branding um, opportunity for, for small or medium-sized businesses who are competing for good talent against larger organizations. You know, you can promote your company as a top employer because we create those kind of environments that you can collaborate, learn new skills, and and build, uh, you know, almost create your own roadmap uh, to success uh, by collaborating with others. Right. And so I like the idea that that's part of the company's branding. So uh, let's uh, move on to, um, because you talked about it in the beginning, innovation. And uh, now let's let's go do a little deeper dive into it. How important is innovation in dealing with human capital in the context of SMEs? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the fact that SMEs are, you know, from my perspective, they are the biggest drivers of innovations. You know, whether it's a new uh, idea or um, you know a new business solution or whatever is is this new business is is about, there has to be innovation um, in the business process, right? In the way the business is run, and you know, each you know human 
capital has to obviously uh, apply uh, an innovative approach to it. So, you know, traditional human resources approaches might not be appropriate for for an organization that's innovative in nature. And that's, uh, you know, and, and that is something we find um, sometimes that you have um, maybe an HR individual in that in organization who's completely um, disconnected from the innovative uh, business language. So you want to align um, almost the, the, the human capital processes to the way the business is run. And you want to have a, a human capital strategy that's a little bit uh, outside the box when you're, you're thinking about, um, you know, attracting talent or retaining talent and developing people. So that innovation becomes part and parcel of, you know, moving the business forward and aligning to the business strategy. And can you give some examples of what what would companies do in, in terms of human capital? How the, you know examples of how they think out of the box and what they do to be out of the box? Yeah, I mean, I think it's just the process of um, really defining what's important to the business. Is the is the experience uh, more important than um, you know other aspects? And then what what is the, what are the things about that experience that are really hugely important? So. You know, a classic example is that onboarding experience. You know, do you put people through a, a classic orientation program where you're reading documents and sitting in a room by yourself and, and, yeah. and looking at health and safety, or do you do you get like a, a peer group to to walk you through the organization and to welcome you and and to tell you all about the social aspects of things? It's all about um, having some flexibility and really um, being so close to uh, what makes this business unique and what makes this culture unique and try to replicate that uh, in a, in a non-necessarily non-structured uh, you know, way, but at the same time um, repeating some of those uh, processes that make uh, this culture so unique and successful. Right. And, we and sometimes, have- you know, it means... Yeah, sorry. Sometimes it means doing different things for different people. Like, you don't have to be consistent as long as you're achieving the outcome that is going to drive the best uh, result. And I think that's a really important point because um, you know what the overall culture is and you want, and you not only want to establish, but you also want to continue that culture. But different people may, you need to maybe deal deal with or train or communicate differently with different people. Is that kind of the point you you were just making? Absolutely, absolutely. Because people, you know, they have different motivational needs, they have different perspectives, and, you know, having the ability to understand that and, and um, really adjust some of the, the process to, to make sure that everybody's needs are catered to, uh, obviously within reason, uh, but you, you want to make sure that you're not, um, you know, you're not uh, hiding behind a process, um, you know, and losing sight of what's really important. Right. Well, and you know, this is a really good time to take a break. Um, when we come back, um, uh, Mesa is going to first talk about what are the, as I call it, what are the keepers? What are two or three keepers that are important for you to remember from this wonderful um, uh, interview and also how to contact her because I know you would love to know more about what she does and what uh, Drake does. So let's take a short break and we'll be back. Mm-hmm. 
your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Where will your business be five years from now? Will you be soaring or just getting by? Of course you want to grow and prosper, but with growth comes bigger headaches. More hiring, more capital, more customers to satisfy, more plates to juggle, more stress, and more demands on your time. Yes, there is a solution. It's the Smart Growth System, created by Marsha Zeidel, executive coach to business leaders. It will give you the tools to take the growing pains out of growth. Get a free consultation and assessment from Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. There's a saying, if you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always gotten. Are you satisfied with what you're getting? Are you ready to get something different? To get the business edge, bring Marsha Zeidel, the Smart Moves author and professional speaker, to your next meeting, conference, or retreat. What you get is more than just stories and motivation. Marsha delivers big ideas with big impact to fast-track your business and your leadership. Schedule your next keynote or presentation now at Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned into The Business Edge with Marsha Zidal. To reach Marsha or her guests on today's show, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also send us an email to Marsha at smartmovescoach.com. Now, back to The Business Edge. Welcome back, listeners, to The Business Edge. This is Marsha Idol, your Smart Moves Coach. And my guest today is Mesa Hawash, and she's the National Manager for Drake Talent Management Solutions. And, you know, uh, she has been talking about human capital, and especially in relation to small to medium enterprises, SMEs, as we call it, and had many, many, many good points. But, Mesa, um, what I, as I say, what I like to end the show with is what are the two or three things that you want the listeners to remember? Those points that are important and they can move forward in how they lead and how they manage. So what are those points? Okay, I think, you know, starting with that title, which is, you know, what got you here won't, won't get you there. And I, I wanted to quote this simply because, you know, small businesses succeed to because of a great idea, because of a great product or a great, um, you know, vision. Um, and that's, that's fantastic. But to take that to the next level of growth, it, it requires a completely different set of skills and expertise. And I think, you know, um, you know, it's, it's, it's really, uh, difficult to, um, to expect different outcomes when you're repeating, um, the process that works for, for a smaller scale. So, you know, being very mindful of the complexity and the need for growth is huge. And I think, um, you know, what we spoke about today is, is really, um, creating that infrastructure for growth through, through human capital is going to be really huge. So, um, at least, um, to start with recognizing that milestones for growth are going to need, uh, different interventions and different, um, you know, processes. And, and engaging, um, you know, different players in the game uh, is going to be very, very huge. 
Um, the other thing is, um, you know, to be successful and grow uh, and to be sustainable, um, the importance of taking care of your human capital is that much uh, more important for a small business than a larger organization because of the impact that each individual uh, has on the outcome um, or on the output for the business. So uh, taking care of things like the employee experience, whether it's through onboarding or having the leadership in place um, to communicate uh, the right things and to create the expectations um, from from the you know the different people is going to be huge, uh, and uh, it's going to allow the business to grow. And uh, you know, uh, I work a lot with the small um, you know businesses, and it's uh, sometimes it's a matter of either succeeding or failing. You know, moving to that next. A milestone is going to require a completely different skill set. So um, it's just a quick reminder that, um, you know, it's good to have those processes in place and the infrastructure in place to support that growth uh, moving forward. And so I think those are really good points. And um, h- how can our listeners get in touch with you uh, the, uh, and Drake? And, and so if they have further questions, um, they can they can call you or email you. So you know. absolutely, I would love to get your questions and any you know any advice that you need. More than happy to provide that. So um, you know our website is uh, ca Drake, I-N-T-L, dot com. You can call me directly. Actually, my direct number is 416-216-1067, or you can email me at m-h-a-w-w-a-s-h at n-a dot drake, I-N-T-L, dot com. Well, thank you so much, uh, Mesa. I, I, it was a great interview, and um a lot of really great points, and I, I hope that we can have you back on the show uh, talking more about human capital and SMEs. So, Thank you, Marcia. It was a pleasure. You're welcome. So let's look at next week's program. Um, it is healthcare from the military to the private sector. Dr. Nike Butler began her healthcare uh, career as a United States corpsman and ended up as a successful business owner of an audiology company. Learn about her entrepreneurial journey, how to avoid common mistakes most new businesses make as they grow, and how she turned the hearing care business upside down with her innovative patient practices. Listen in next Wednesday, September 17th on the Business Channel, uh, Voice America, 11 a.m. Pacific and 2 p.m. Eastern. Now here's um, a small, a smart moose question to consider, which is really relevant to today. Do you have the right talent to grow your business? Have you identified your future leaders? Do you have a plan for them? Or are you leaving it up to chance? Remember, a business needs a high proportion of exceptional performers and a pipeline of talent as new opportunities emerge and as it moves to that next level of growth. Do you want to know how to attract, engage, and retain your top talent? Let me show you how. Contact me at 972-380-9181 or Marcia, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. That's S-M-A-R-T-M-O-V-E-S-C-O-A-C-H.com. You know, um, I'll end with my favorite quote. There are three kinds of people in this world, those who make it happen, those who let it happen, and those who wondered what happened. 
Which one are you? If you're highly motivated to make it happen, let me, as a business and executive coach, help you make it happen. Let me show you how to get on the right track, stay on the right track, and not get sidetracked. Thank you for listening to the Business Edge and with the Smart Moose Coach, helping entrepreneurs and business leaders take their company, firm, or practice to that next level with less stress and more success. In other words, how to take the growing pains out of growth, innovate, improve, ignite, or die, make smart moves. Thank you. You've been listening to The Business Edge with Marsha Zeidel. Please join us again next Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. And enjoy taking your business to the next level.